Welcome back, coaches, to the CCV Students Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eric. There's an empty chair where Jared should be. And I'm joined by one of our favorite people, Taylor Downey from the Anthem Campus. Wow, favorite people. Oh, yeah. Is that... Is that a, a you thing, or is this like you pulled people about this? Oh no, this is this is just me. I'm just saying it. I we I did not. You're like making my big. Am I going head big over here? I'm like, oh wow, are people saying this about yes, me? Yes, we, we have surveyed everyone across the CCV student stratosphere, and you came out oh, on top. I appreciate that, man. Good to be here. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, uh, you're awesome. We're gonna have a that. fun time, and uh, man, we are in the middle of a series. You are. Smack dab in the middle, three-part mm-hmm. series mm-hmm. where we've just kind of broken up the different age chunks. Age chunks? There's got to be a better chunks. way to say that. <laughs> That's just gross. Age uh, chunks, yeah. Yes. We just got done talking with John Hill about uh, an event. Oh my goodness, yes. And there were chunks. There, there were chunks. Throw a, up chunks. A new, as far as I know, a new record has been set in a single evening, five pukings. So if you didn't know, coaches, we are now starting a throw up big board for every <laughs> kickoff. Yes. How, how many students can you make throw up? And the big board says five right five now. Five right now is Chandler the record. Chandler broke the record. Yes. Someone please. They set the record. Yeah, they, they started the record, but now the gauntlet has been thrown and someone needs to, to come up with at least six spewings. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know how you break that. I, so I was telling John, I was like, you didn't get to like kid number three that threw up and you're like, <laughs> red flag, we should probably shut this operation let's down. Just, let's pivot hard and uh, go do something let's else. Just call a night, pack it up and go home. No, he doubled down and kept oh, going good for like him. an American. <laughs> like a true American. I just respect that. Oh, uh, Dude, all right. Well, you're here to talk about freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, not chunks. Not, not chunks, but I mean, we could. If it circles back to yeah, that, exactly, I won't be sad about exactly. it. Um, man, they're a, they're a special age group. Mm-hmm. But before we talk about our current yes. freshmen and sophomores, tell us about freshman Taylor. Yes. What fresh, was that guy's Freshman deal? Taylor uh, is somebody I like to forget. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, dude, freshman Taylor was, um, so freshman year, you have to get your physical to play sports. I love playing mm-hmm. sports. And, and so physically freshman Taylor, I went in for my physical. I was 4'11". Awesome. A, a, a sturdy 4'11". <laughs> Dirt. Soaking wet, I was probably 115. Oh man, okay. 115. And I was still I was still rocking. So eighth grade, Justin Bieber had the like the the cool bowl cut. You know, oh, talking yeah. about like the, the swishy bowl the, cut. Yeah, flipping his head. Yeah, like, where it looks like you have a twitch. Yeah, yeah like it's like cr- like a chronic twitch that doesn't go away. That was yes. me with my hair. Uh <laughs> but so I was 4'11, like 115, and I had the Justin Bieber haircut. And I thought. I thought polo shirts are really cool. Like my whole wardrobe was just like Walmart polos (laughs) with like sweet striped patterns on them with like nine different colors. Do you ever watch New Girl? Yes. I was kind of like Winston from New Girl where like I'm not colorblind, but if you looked (laughs) at my like color palettes of the polos that I wore, you're like, is he colorblind? I don't know because he's wearing this orange, red, pink shirt with like brown khakis. Like, I don't know what's going on. Oh my gosh. So- so physically, um, quite a specimen. <laughs> I was quite the specimen. You could say <laughs> the ladies that they didn't even like what they saw. Anyways, um, but I was, uh, I was, I wouldn't say I was awkward. 
Okay. Well, what's crazy is, so, so now, if, if you know me, I'm loud, obnoxious, and, and you'd probably describe me as like too much. I was <laughs> like, the, like the complete opposite my freshman year. I was quiet. Um, I only would talk to you if I knew you, and I'd only like let you see like my true outgoing like nature if I was comfortable with you. So, uh, love basketball. Uh, was was a jock, quote unquote. Um, don't let my skinny <laughs> jeans fool you. Now I was once an athlete. Yes, you have, uh, <laughs> you've renounced the ways of the athlete. Yeah, look, I, I made a little bit of a, a rebranding phase in my life, and it definitely doesn't portray an athlete. Uh, but yeah, that was me as a freshman. So, dude, good times. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, not at the time, but looking yeah, back, I, looking back, it, it's a good time. But in, in the time, it was not a good time. Yeah. It's, why doesn't anyone like me? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, uh, Dude, okay. Well, freshmen, sophomores, underclassmen, mm-hmm. whatever. Like there's, it seems like every way you describe them sounds negative. And I don't mean it that way. It's just the way the English language has yes. decided to develop. Yes, exactly. So we love freshmen and sophomores, even though we don't have nice terms for them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what are like currently some of the greatest challenges you see facing this particular age group in high school? Sure. Um, I, I'm going to do a challenge for each freshman and sophomore because I think yeah. the number one challenge for a freshman and the number one challenge for a sophomore is completely different. Cool. And I'll, I'll speak directly to, because I am at Anthem Campus, shout out Anthem Coaches if you're listening to this. I love you. <laughs> Six, two, three. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I felt like I needed to like shout out my area code, um, which is everybody else's area code probably. I think on the West. Anyways, our freshmen, I think the greatest challenge that they have is transition. And this is what I mean by that. You go from being an eighth grader, um, you're on a K through eighth campus at school, you're top dog. Um, Everybody knows you, like you have power, you have influence. And within a matter of months, you are now the freshman that transition to being the little like gumpy in a big ocean of fish. And I think that is scary for freshmen. And not only is that happening on their, their school campus, but if that, that's happening on our church campus too. They're, they're eighth graders, they're, they're top dog in the junior high ministry. Now they're making this transition to high school. And now they're like, where do I fit in? Like there's these big, scary senior like football players that show up and like I quiver in fear when I see them, yeah. you know? So like a, a big challenge I think for our freshmen um, is that transition. Where do I fit in? Um, how do I interact in this new space where I, I'm no longer um, the top man on the totem pole, right? So I'd say that's the biggest challenge for a lot of our freshmen. And I, I, talking to a lot of our um, other student pastors and other coaches on other campuses, I, I find that that's um, what they see a big challenge for their freshmen, making that transition um, into this new space. For the sophomores, I would say the biggest challenge is a lack of challenge. Mm-hmm. I think um, when you're a sophomore, you kind of gotten your feet wet. You're kind of used to the flow of what a, a Sunday night's going to look like. Um, you've had a year under your belt in small groups and with your coach. And for some of them, they've been in the system quote unquote, of CCV all the way from kids. So they've been there for a while. So I think we see sophomores sometimes just getting bored. And we as student pastors and coaches, um, I think we see this challenge of they want more. What's that next step? Why should I stick around when I get into my junior year? And so um, the big challenge is a lack of challenge, I think, for our sophomores. That's, uh, that'll tweet. That's, <laughs> that's well said. At TT Downey 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, okay, so with those two challenges, which I mean, 
spot on, yeah. in my opinion. How does a coach come alongside sure. a student in each of those camps? Yeah. Like, how can the coach help them through those challenges? Yeah. So for the freshmen, um, I'm going to use an example again from Anthem Campus. Um, two of our awesome freshman dude coaches, Ben Ad who is actually on staff, shout out to Ben 80. Love you, love your voice. Yes. It's Jesus it's, Hare, great it's singer. Jesus Hare, uh, a voice in which uh, is Fergie and Jesus all in, in one. <laughs> you, you gave him a female singer's voice combined he with has our range. savior? Okay. He has well, yeah. range, Eric. Okay. I'm sorry. I've, I am not nearly woke enough for this. <laughs> but him and then our other freshman coach, Christian Guy, um, they they were with seniors last year. Their seniors graduated, and so they made the trans, which is probably one of the hardest transitions for a coach going from you you walk through uh, four years with your guys, see your your seniors out, and now you're back to square one, freshman coaches, and you're like, what what how how do I like function in this space again? <laughs> yeah. They they quickly re- realized that uh, freshmen are like. Uh, ADD field puppies and they have uh, short attention spans. <laughs> and sometimes when it comes, comes to small groups, um, they're just like, they're in outer space, right? Yeah. And so you take that on top of them making this transition where they're trying to figure out um, how do I fit in? What they realized is, is the number one focus for them was relational equity. How can, how can I build relational equity? How can I build trust with these kids, um, these students, so that I can um, invest in them, so that I can point them more towards Jesus, so that I can challenge them once they get into their sophomore year? And so they, they make a, a, an effort to uh, come small group time, um, dive into the questions, to dive into scripture, to, to get something um, from the message. But more times than not, it's like, it's like pulling hair, right? Yeah. Like it, it's, it's tough. And so their, their number one focus is how can we just build relationships with them? Even if we only go through one small group question. And, and one of the ways that they've done it is that they love playing among us with, with their students. Yeah. So uh, that, and, and as a student pastor, I don't know if I'm allowed to like encourage us. So I'm like, hey, that's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you get through one question and, and that's all you can see, uh, they have their like attention span for, and then you just hop into among us, that's fine. Because I know that, relational equity, building that relationship with those freshman students is what in result um, will allow more space to talk Jesus in yeah. the next three years. And so um, just just with our coaches in, in the freshman realm, they've done a good job of building those uh, relationships. Um, and then with sophomores, I would just say, don't be scared to challenge them. I think a lot of times we as student pastors and coaches think that if we um, are to, if we give challenges to students, um, they're not going to want to live up to the challenge or they're going to uh, essentially run away. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's actually quite the opposite. Um, I think they crave challenge and it just takes us as a coach, as a student pastor to have the courage to give them that challenge, right? And, and not giving them a challenge once every so often, um, but giving them a challenge every single week. And so one of the things I've been challenging our sophomore coaches with is, hey, like, Pick one challenge that you can give the whole group and address that one challenge for a whole quarter. So if that means like inviting one friend, like talk about that every single week in your small group and just harp on that time and time again and just focus on that one challenge. Um, And so we've just been trying to challenge our coaches, to challenge our students um, and have them rally as a small group around that challenge. Yeah, dude, I I love that. The kind of taking the long view Mm-hmm. of students, there's all this pressure to like, oh, I've got these freshman boys and I need yeah. to 
make disciples immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, yeah, it's going to take a long time. hundred percent. And, but you build that relational equity and they like, when that kid has a problem, mm-hmm. when like there's a crisis or even just because they'll stick around like, yeah, I like hanging out with these yep. guys. I'll, I'll be here. hundred percent. Like, over time, you kind of chip away at yep. the ADD and their frontal lobes form a little bit more and they're ready to like dig into some stuff. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's killer stuff. And what you said about challenges is spot on. We like to, we try to cultivate kind of a high challenge environment, mm-hmm. but even we like, it, it's tough to find a sweet spot. And, yeah. you know, the, the default is, eh, maybe let's go a little easier on them. You know, they're 15, let, yeah. like whatever. But no, they they want to rise to the mm-hmm. occasion. Yeah, and make it fun. Like yeah. I, I think we we think challenge immediately means like serious, but make make it fun. Like give them a challenge, give them a goal. Um, especially like uh, I think a lot of our students are like goal oriented. They love challenges. They love to take something on. And especially within like the group setting, a team setting, like you can get make it fun. You know, hey, uh, we're gonna challenge you again. We want all of you guys to invite one person. Just focus on one person for the next quarter and, and let's see if we can invite them to church. Let's see if they, we can get them into this small group. And, and look, if we get three new students, if we, if we can get three new students, like I'm going to take you out to Chick-fil-A. You know, I'm going to take you yeah. out to In-N-Out. I will buy you food. I'll buy you little Caesar's pizza. That is gold <laughs> to, a, to a freshman, sophomore yeah. student, right? They don't know it's garbage They, they don't know it. They, like they eventually will, but yeah. like right now they don't know that. And it's only $5 and it's easy on your wallet coaches. So take... <laughs> advantage, but make it fun. And I, I think we don't have to make challenges necessarily serious, but we can make it um, where it cultivates team. It cultivates fun. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it allows students to rise to a challenge. Dude. Yeah. You almost gamify the mm-hmm. whole thing. Exactly. Um, all right. Speaking of weird words that I just made up. Uh, I yeah, that's that nice. That, Someone can, else. Can we, can we fact check that? I, I'm pretty sure it's been used. I've heard it before. <laughs> I'm not that smart. Uh, but how do we... This might feel like a left turn, but in dealing with students, they live in a different world, certainly than I grew up in. Mm -hmm. You're younger than me, but it's even like things move so fast. It's a different world than you grew up in on some levels. Mm -hmm. How do we as coaches, depending on our age gap between us and our students, how do we like meet them where they're at, speak their language in a way that like... That, that is attractive to them, that helps us connect with them, but isn't like the old guy who's like, hey, I'm hip, I'm with it. Try uh, to make TikToks with like your your 14-year-old students as yeah. a 40-year-old man. Yeah. You, yeah, like there's that cringe, creepy factor. In, in which if you are a 40-year-old coach that makes TikToks listening to this, good job. Uh, yeah, and maybe <laughs> don't. Um, <laughs> or maybe don't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, just consider your, yeah. your life. Uh, <laughs> where, where do you fall on this? What do you think? Yeah. Like, how do we do that? I, I think in general, as humans, we fear what we don't know. And when we fear something, we run. That's and that is, that is a terrible strategy when it comes to student ministry, because I will tell you, uh, things are constantly evolving, constantly changing. What students consume literally changes daily because of these things called iPhones and this thing called social media, right? And so the language um, in which students speak is constantly changing along with technology and iPhones and apps and social media. And 
dude, even, I'm, I'm 26. So like, like you said, I'm not too far removed from them, but in which the speed things change and the language changes for students, like it didn't change that fast for me, you know? And yeah. like, I'm not that far removed from high school. And so I just, I, I see that. And this is me too. I'm speaking to myself. My default is to fear like these things that I don't understand. And I, and I just like run and I'm just like, well, I, I actually don't need to know that. I think in order for us to be, to be completely effective, we can't run away from those things, but we have to lean into those things, right? And that's going to be bumpy and it's going to be awkward and it's going to be <laughs> weird, but we have to, we have to uh, make a conscious effort um, to, to learn um, what students connect to and how, and how um, they speak and, and what they're consuming. And so that doesn't mean that you need to go make a TikTok or you, you need to go make a Snapchat or, or anything like that. But what I would say is this, ask good questions to your students. Yeah. I, I think there's, I think there's uh, something valuable and cool about an, an, old, an old person leaning into the fact that they know they're old, but they're trying to learn. And I think students kind of like find that funny yeah. But I think they respect that and, and they see that you are challenging yourself to understand where they're at, right? And so um, I would say as things are moving, don't fear it, but lean into it, ask good questions. Um, a lot of you guys have kids, ask your kids like, hey, what's, what's this Among Us thing? You know, what's, <laughs> yeah. what's this Snapchat thing? What's this TikTok thing? What, who's this celebrity? Who's this YouTube? Like, um, and, and when you're able to learn those things, you're kind of able to dive into um, those spaces and kind of understand how students function, how they speak. Um, and, and so I would say that's one of the big things is like dive into the world, don't run away from it. And when we dive into the world, we kind of understand more of where they come from and how they function. Um, but two, and this is the more churchy spiritual answer, if we're not making an effort um, outside of a Saturday or Sunday to build relationships with students, like I think we've lost. Um, I think we've seen like Saturday, Sundays, like our, our group gatherings as the Super Bowl uh, of our week for students. And it is a massive deal. And it's, it's one of the most more important things that we do. But Monday through Friday is our Super Bowl. Like that, that's the big ticket thing that we need to lean into. Um, if we're not constantly communicating with students and texting them and checking in on them and leaving them voice messages and encouraging them and checking in with them, um, I don't think we're going to build that trust and equity with them um, to ultimately like dive into the world and understand um, what, what they speak, what they think. So, yeah, that's, that's so good. Yeah. Just ask Ask, don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you just said a slang term that I, I don't know what that means. What does what? the word lit mean? Are you <laughs> yeah. actually lighting something on fire? <laughs> yes. Like, is this a safety concern? What like <laughs> bet? Are we making a bet? Or you keep saying bet as if you're lying. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I, I think the best thing is to just own it and not just try to like, oh, I'm going to start using this word yeah. and, and I don't you know use it improperly. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to endorse this, but urbandictionary.com is literally my best friend. It, it is. Yeah. You got to filter through some no, yeah, of the you like, definitely like, it's sort like, of like the, yeah. the dirty Wikipedia yeah, of the exactly. internet. Exactly. But no, like no joke. Like I will hear some things being said. I'm like, what does that even mean? Urban and dairy like help me out. And yeah, there you go. Boom. Usually the top result is right. And, yes. and just don't scroll. Yeah. Then you get other guys who are like, oh, I'm going to make up <laughs> yeah, this exactly. awful thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, man, good, good stuff. All right. Shifting, shifting more not, I mean, everything we've talked about has spiritual component, yes, but a bit more theological. Yep. Uh, what characteristics of God mm -hmm. do you find in your experience, this particular age group, 
the younger underclassmen, uh, what aspects of God are they most drawn to? Do they most resonate with? Yeah. Like, like what do you see? Yeah. I think for a freshman and sophomore, um, when you make that transition from junior high to high school and you're an underclassman, um, I think how you see yourself completely resets. So who you thought you were in seventh and eighth grade as a junior higher, um, you, you step into high school and some of the things that you thought about yourself is just completely blown up because you now uh, are aware of how other people think of you <laughs> and, and uh, people are very verbal of how they think of you and you, you start caring more about how people think of you. Um, and so I think we... As st- I, I just am going to speak f- from the perspective of freshman and sophomore Taylor. When I made that transition of like trying to like, this is, this is so like cheesy, ugh, <laughs> but like try to rediscover myself as, as a, as a <laughs> 16 year old. Um, I think they struggle with where do I fit in? Yeah. Where do I fit in? I don't know even know who I am. I don't know what my value is. Um, do people actually care about me? Do my coach even care about me? Like, where do, where, where, where do I fit in this thing that is called high school? And so I think one of the things I see freshmen, sophomores really holding on to is um, God being the king of hide and seek, like being the king of finding you on an individual level when you feel lost. Um, I immediately think of stories like, um, the story of the good shepherd and um, the good shepherd finding the one sheep that's lost, right? Or the story of Zacchaeus, this man that um, is lost and is in a tree and is seeing this figure named Jesus for the first time. And he knows what Jesus is about. And um, I think Zacchaeus is having a moment of like redefining himself. And there's this figure that looks at him and says, hey, I know who you are in the midst of you trying to figure out like, the definition of you. I want to hang out with you in that process. I want to love you in that process. And so I think students, as they're trying to navigate through that season of like rediscovering who they are in high school, um, I think that characteristic of God, just being able to find them and love them and wanting a relationship with them in the midst of that is so attractive to them. And I think that's the easiest as for, for us coaches and student pastors, that's the easiest characteristic for us to take on um, as a leader, like, I think that's what students want from us most, right? It is simply us to just love them and invest in them and encourage them as they're in the highs and the lows of just like figuring out who they are, you know? And ultimately us just pointing them back to, hey, you are a son, you are a daughter in Christ. And I know that you're trying to figure out where you fit in in this mess, but like, just know we love you. And just know when you feel lost, like there's a God that has found you um, and wants to have a relationship with you. Man, that's inspiring. That's deep. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I mean that. that. That was sincere. <laughs> Wipe that tear off your face there. Jeez. <laughs> We're going to need tissues. Oh man, I didn't, didn't see. But no, coming. like if I could go back in a time machine and like tell that to a freshman, sophomore Taylor, like I would, because yeah. that was the thing that I struggled with most is just like, I don't know who I am. Like, I thought I knew who I was. And I, does anybody know who I am? Yeah. And there, there was a God that, that, that literally created me and knows who I am. And so yeah. I just think that's a, a massive characteristic that freshmen and so any high schooler can hold on to, sure. you know, but especially it's, a I freshman and sophomore. Yeah, those first couple of years, it's the, they show up one week and yes. they're like, 
totally wildly different hair, <laughs> like completely different wardrobe. Like they're trying yes. on identities yeah, almost. Yeah, Walmart polos with- <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was a day where you were like, I'm going yeah. all in yeah, on exactly, Walmart polos. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and then you woke up one day like, oh- Crap! No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go away from that. I need my Thrasher T-shirt. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm making this hard transition. <laughs> oh, I'm old enough to remember when those were new. Yeah, uh, and not an ironic throwback to. <laughs> I, I've asked several students, like just for fun. This is a total aside. We're yeah. gonna get to something more important later. Uh, when those first started coming back, I was like, Hey, what it like? What is Thrasher? Yeah, I fully know Skater oh, Magazine 100%. from the eighties and nineties, and every like. It, I've asked this at least two or three times. They're like, I don't know. It's a cool shirt. It's just sweet, dude. Yeah. yeah. 90s like grunge is in. Which I love because like, that skater, was me. surf, like grunge. Yeah. That was, it, uh-huh. I'm watching my world show up again. Oh, 100%. Uh, my favorite thing is when students come to to high school or junior high and they're wearing like a like a, a 90s band tee. Yes. Or like or an 80s band tee, 70s band tee, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I'm like, name one song. <laughs> <laughs> name one song that ACDC. And they're like, uh, I don't know. I just yeah. thought the t-shirt was cool. And yeah. I'm like, well, hey, respect, man. Yeah. Good, good for you. They are cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, pull up a playlist on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Do, do yourself a you favor. You have Spotify. Like, do use a little bit of research. <laughs> yeah. Before you, I'm going to put this on. Okay. <laughs> Hit the Essentials album and just go. Exactly. So you um, don't look like a total idiot. Yes. So students, students who are coaches listening. Yes. Uh, that is the homework. Yeah, exactly. Just quick little bit of research as you start to bring mm-hmm. back the wonderful world of exactly. 90s grunge. Exactly. Uh, it, Pearl Jam is an amazing band. <laughs> anyway, uh, as we wrap this up, uh, I think for underclassmen, they, they we talked a little bit about challenging them. Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes it's easy to sort of mentally shortchange them a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. okay, they're, we see where we're moving, where they, like the potential in them. Uh, and we talk a lot about making Christ-centered difference makers here. Yeah. Uh, and I think sometimes maybe subtly in our minds, there's a like, yeah, by, by senior year, we got these Christ-centered difference makers running around. What about freshmen and sophomores? Mm-hmm. Is there like actual real world, potential yes. for them to actively be CCDMs like right now where they're at. Oh, a hundred percent. Here's, here's the, I think the, uh, what's the word that I want to use? Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first one, I, I will just say like toxic mindset that we can be in Yeah. when we're a coach of freshmen, sophomores. I'll wait until they're juniors and seniors to really dive into to the CCDM part of their world and their faith. Yeah. I don't think that's a very good uh, place and space to be thinking through. And here's why. Uh, I think if we don't raise the bar for a student to become a CCDM type, how do you use that as I'm trying to describe? Like CCDMer? To become a CCDM? CCDMer, Christ Center Difference Makers. Yeah, yeah there, there we go. Yeah. You know, that, become that. <laughs> we will lose them. And I really do think that. I think when we um, when we see our sophomores move to their junior year, we see it's a very polarizing transition. You see one or two things happen. Either your sophomores go to their junior year and their group blows up because we did a good job of challenging them or B, it's like a wasteland and tumbleweeds are rolling through their small groups because you're like, where did they go? Yeah. And I, so I think the coaches... Um, that believe that like, yes, they can be Christ-centered difference makers. Um, We see their groups explode because um, I think sophomores can easily get bored, right? And so um, the answer is yes, they can. And, and as a matter of fact, they, they can literally turn over campuses for Jesus. Like they, I I believe wholeheartedly that, that that's a such a formative age um, 
where if if we as coaches just invest in them well and and we know that they can be those Christ centered different makers, they can step into their campuses and they can make Jesus famous. And so I think for us and for again, this is something that I got challenged myself with because sometimes I look at my freshmen and sophomores and I'm like, God help them. <laughs> like <laughs> like seriously, like, God, God help them. Um, that <laughs> hopefully come junior year, like they'll figure it out. Um, but if we can kind of like look through like look through the awkwardness, if we can look through um, the transition that they're going through, um, that, that they can be incredible advocates for Jesus and it just takes us challenging them. Dude, that is, that is a perfect place to end it. That is great. Boom. I agree wholeheartedly. Mike, drop. drop. I mean, don't. It's on a stand. Yeah, this you is, should, this, Mike is more than my car. Yeah, so. they, will, they will be very sad <laughs> if we drop these bikes. Yeah. Uh, but metaphorically, yes, you you fully dropped it. Yes, exactly. Um, dude, thanks so much. Thanks for, for having me, man. Coming by, spending some time, really joking quick, your around. Your beard is always something that I admire. As, wow. as, well, as one beard growing man to another. <laughs> you, you, you got a good start I'm, right there. I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't decide to start in November. That's the obvious month. Well, to grow a beard. No shave yeah. November with That's, the beard. I start. well, this I've had for years now, but I think I started it in like <laughs> No April. shave ever. Yeah. yeah is, was, is what you subscribe to. So it is a little bit of, you know, trim here and there just to <laughs> not look homeless. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, man, I appreciate you having me. Oh, dude. And coaches, I love you guys so much. We, You guys are the lifeblood of this ministry. Like, For sure. Like legit, us student pastors, we don't do anything in comparison to what you guys do. And so I want to say, um, I, I don't know a lot of you, but thank you. Th- thank you so much for your heart and, and just for loving students so well. We appreciate you guys so much. And I hope you hear that time and time again. Man, you're, yeah, you're wrapping it up for us. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, but yeah, we mean it sincerely. Um, thank you for giving some of your time to Im- improve yourself as a coach. As we always say, and we will never stop saying, when the coach gets better, the whole student ministry gets better. Yes. Uh, and we mean that. You guys are awesome. And, uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.